Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. This is episode 90. I'm your lovely host, Kevin McTaggart. Um, that's right, 90 episodes now. Uh, I know on the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack Podcast, which you can find on Facebook, I have 225 likes now. So if you want to like the McTaggart Attack podcast on Facebook, go ahead and find it. Um, but uh, I did post on there that I was going to publish a new, record a new episode on Saturday. Today is Monday, two days from that said Saturday. So, um, my bad. I should also point out on that post that I put on the McTaggart Attack podcast Facebook page, there was an asterisk that said maybe. So this, this, this is maybe. Okay. Let's see. I've got a few things I want to talk about. Um, some things that happened to me where I was involved with, and um, a national issue, a national topic. Um, but we'll talk about that when I get to it. Oh, and there's a there's a what's pissing you off that that will end the episode. So before I do all that shit, let's just let's just record the episode, um, or or start the episode. I'm already recording it. What the fuck, Kevin? Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, so I think it was a week and a half ago. It was, uh, um, it was sat- Saturday the, um, was it the, the 12th? No. The 10th? Might have been the 10th. It was the date of the BC Clemson game. My dad and I have seizing tickets to Boston College football. He goes to almost all of the games. A lot of times I have comedy that I can't do, that I can't go to the game for. So, But I, I skipped comedy to go to this game because it was, you know, BC was had a pretty good record and Clemson was the number two team in the country. And they still are because they won because I thought they were going to win. But they didn't win by as much as I thought they were going to win. But they still looked impressive nonetheless. So, okay. Um... But, so, you know, you always have to deal with, as a season ticket holder, you always have to deal with the ridiculous problem of uh, fans from other schools. And, um, of course, that, that, that happened this time. Like, uh, so, we were at the game, freezing my ass off at the game, and, and during, like, the national anthem... The, the drunk guy, or actually, no, it was when, like, the the, the uh, teams were coming out. The teams were coming out of their respected tunnels, and this one Clemson fan behind me is, like, screaming his head off right into my head, right into my fucking ear, this stupid Clemson asshole, drunk asshole, I will get to that in a minute, and he's screaming into my ear. And it's annoying. And like I looked back and we all looked back and the Clemson fans were like, Hey, we're sorry, he won't do that again. And I'm like, good. 
And then, like, we do the national anthem. And, um, you know, we stand there, we have our hats off, you know, respecting the national anthem. We get off, and that drunk guy who was just screaming slipped and fell. And he, he, he smashed his face into the bench in front of me. He face-planted into the, the bench in front of me. He was out of it. He was clearly fucking out of it. He he drank way too much before the game. Look, I understand at a tailgate, you're supposed to drink enough to where you get into a good mood if you need to, and that's fine. I even had a drink at the tailgate, cause, mostly because it was fucking cold out. But, but seriously, if you're going to drink too much at the tailgate to where you don't even, like... Acknowledge the presence of the football game. If you drink so much at the tailgate where you're face planting into the seat in two rows in front of you, into the bench, the metal bench. It's a metal bench. It's not a seat. If it was a seat, he'd probably be dead by now. But it was just a metal bench. There wasn't much constricting him. But like, holy shit, man. Control your drinking. Unknown Clemson fan that I hope to never fucking meet again. Then one of his friends kept talking throughout the game because he was mad. This guy was mad because they would they were getting mad because uh uh I guess Clemson fans like to stand up on defense. You know they stand up on defense. How do I know that? Because the guy I talked for a long time about. Standing up on defense. Why? Because people were telling him to sit down. You know? Which I kind of understand his argument. But I was totally against him. Because all he talked about for four fucking hours was, I can't believe nobody stands up on defense. Why the hell hasn't anybody here stand up on defense? I'm just dumbfounded by this. I'm dumbfounded by this. I'm dumbfounded by this. He said it over and over and over and over and over and over and fuck over again. It was so fucking annoying. Then he talks. Then he talks about how he thinks the Clemson fan base is the nicest and most polite fan base. You know, because we have like the best fans. Clemson fans, we're humble and we don't. We we're the best fans. We just think what we are. First of all, you don't know what humble means if you think you're the best. Secondly, he went on to run off a bunch of who he thought were the worst fans. If you're such a great fan base, you don't talk shit about other fan bases, you stupid asshole. You know, you know who has the, probably the worst fan base is probably Clemson. Seriously, you guys, you stupid drunk assholes behind me, totally vindicated my thoughts that Clemson, Clemson is the worst. College fan base. The co- where's college fans? Okay, you're just drunk. You're obnoxious. You're the opposite of humble. You're the most egotistical piece of shits I've ever met before in my life. And you pissed off everyone around you. How does that make you the best? How does that make you the nicest? When you're just pissing everyone off. That does not make you a nice fan base. That makes you a bunch of stupid drunk pricks 
who probably never even went to the school to begin with. You're probably not even fucking smart enough to go to fucking Clemson. Which is so goddamn irritating. So I had to deal with that. Those guys were assholes. Clemson Clemson won the game. Whoop-de-doo. I knew they were going to. So that was fine. Um, Let's see. What else do I want to talk about today? Uh, I do want to discuss something. Like, I just want to, and I'm trying to think of the best way to talk about this. So, I got a new job six weeks ago. And I like my job. I like coming to work. I'm in a good mood at work almost all of the time. You know? I mean, sure, the work is frustrating sometimes, but I'm not frustrated by my supervisors or fellow coworkers or anything. I, I seem to have a good group of people. Um, they all know how to do their job, and and that's good. And they all they all seem to like working with each other. And I I I've had to get used to not. I've had to get used to liking work, which is a good thing to get used to. And because, like, I used to work in a hostile work environment. I, I it it didn't used to be that way. It became that way. It got hostile. I'd say it did probably about three years ago. And it's just not gotten any better since and I'm really glad that I left cuz when I when I came over when I had this feeling of liking coming to work I couldn't remember the last time I actually liked coming to work I can't remember the last time I actually liked my job and I don't understand why you have to hate your job. I wish I wish no one ever had to hate their job. You know? If you hate your job, do something about it. You know? Go to HR, maybe, if if you're upset about something at your job. You know? Go to HR. Do something uh, or, or look for a new job. And don't be afraid to look for a new job. You know? Because no one should have to work in a hostile work environment. Like. And it's like, I can't imagine that, like. Any. Any manager would purposely create a hostile work environment. I mean, how. How would that even be, like, a good idea. To create a hostile work environment. No one. No one should ever have to work in a hostile work environment or a toxic work environment. You know, that, that's, that's stupid. I don't understand the logic in creating a hostile work environment or, you know, it's, it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But I, I, I did work in one and whether it was on purpose or inadvertent, I don't know. I don't care anymore. I also think. If you do create a hostile work environment, you should probably be fired. 
Just, you know, I just, I don't get that. Like, if you're completely oblivious to the fact that you created a hostile work environment, you shouldn't have a job. No one, no one should have to work in a hostile work environment. It's what I'm trying to fucking say. And it's pretty fucking ridiculous that people do nowadays. You should, you should like coming to work. And managers or whoever should try to do their best to make their employees like their work. And also at the same time, I mean, it's a fine line of making them like work harder, but they also want to like their job. And I mean, it's a fine line that you have to toe, you know, I think that people would work harder if they liked coming to work, you know. Maybe if I liked coming to work. I mean, I worked hard anyway. But I mean, I'm just saying some people would probably be motivated if they if they didn't have to go work in a hostile work environment all day, you know, where they micromanaged pizza. I'm just speaking hypothetically. None of that actually fucking happened. None of this actually fucking happened. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic, Kevin. This is this is going to be a really good episode. But yeah, it just seriously, I just I I love my new job, and I think if I I do, and I want to continue to like my new job, and I will continue to like my new job, and I'm really glad I left my old one because it was too goddamn hostile of a work environment, and I. Shout out to any of my former co-workers. I hope things are getting better for you. If not, leave. Just fucking leave. Don't be scared. <sighs> anyway. um, Let's see. I, what else do I want to talk about? This might be a short-ish podcast. I don't care because I'm in my car and it's fucking cold. And I want to go home and watch Raw in a few minutes. So let's talk about Donald Trump. Again, I just see his comments and he just says the stupidest things. Like, I think he said that the California wildfires would not have been as bad if people raked leaves. If people raked leaves, really. He probably doesn't even know how to rake leaves. But he can hire people that can't. What the fuck is that? The same guy who said that climate change is a hoax. The same guy who 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 says so many other stupid fucking things. Says that raking leaves would have helped the wildfires. Shut up! It's also it's also pretty disheartening that he seems to um he seems to, like, blame the victim all the time. Like, be it, like, he, he's blaming Californians for, or, or the California government for, for funds to the forest program or whatever. He's blaming the wildfires on not raking leaves. Like, he'll go ahead and he'll blame churches, like that church shootings or, or school shootings. He'll say, well, why didn't they have any guns at the schools? Wouldn't have been any problems if they had guns at the schools or the churches. Guns and schools and churches are the last fucking place that there should be guns. You can't answer every fucking question with a gun, you stupid douchebag. 
But it's it's just ridiculous. Like, when the Ted Kavanaugh thing happens, who's he blaming? He's yelling at the victim, saying that she's a liar. How do you know that she's a liar? You don't fucking know that. She didn't seem to think that she was a fucking liar. He'll only he'll only believe the victim when it's a white male Republican who voted for him. That's it. That's it. That's the only time he's gonna like take the side of a victim. That's pretty disgusting, if you ask me. He's a disgusting person. He's an awful president. But people voted for him because people trust him. And I just really am going to laugh my ass off when you fuckers finally realize that he's not going to... He doesn't give a shit about any of you at all whatsoever. Yes, I know the government doesn't even fucking give a shit about you. But this stupid, racist, sympathizer, bigoted, male chauvinist pig piece of shit is a... Is gonna be our fucking president for the next two fucking years, and that's so goddamn fucking irritating. It's fucking irritating. What else is pissing me off today? I don't know. Let's get to the uh, what's pissing you off uh, segment because we're only gonna do like a shortest episode today, so. Hold on. Let's see. What can I do here? Um, let me go. <sighs> Why is it not working? Hold on. Well, actually... Oddly enough, I, I can't I can't read it word for word, and I'm probably gonna mess up the guy's name. I don't really know, but the guy's name for what's pissing you off this week. This week's winner is this guy named Jeremy Burton. Jeremy Burton. He had a thing about a boss who who fired him. Who fired him? And um, hold on, it's coming up. I might be getting it. Wait. This is the best part of, like, the McTaggart Pat podcast, where you just see me post shit like this all the fucking time. Oh, here it is. All right. Here we go. Jeremy Burton. I got his name right. He said, my, bold, my old boss is a fucking asshole. He fired me, and now I have to get him to fill out some health insurance forms. I gave them to him a week ago, and he still hasn't filled them out. <sighs> I hate bosses who who fire. I I hate bosses who fire people. Well, I don't really hate bosses who fire people, but but, but listen, if if you're if you're in a supervisor position. And if you're good at being a fucking boss, if you're good at being a supervisor, you should go through all the fucking steps. You know, you should know all of the you should know all of the things that you're supposed to do when you're a supervisor. You know, let's say if you if you you know fire someone. You know, you should know that when you fire someone, you need to fill out paperwork. You know, it's pretty fucking crazy. Actually, I'm I'm just 
skipping around here, Jeremy. Please forgive me. But I'm getting into this. I'm warming up. I'm just, it's, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to get into this. But I think I, I know what it is. I think it's pretty fucking hypocritical of your former boss, ex-boss, douchebag, piece of shit, asshole. That he fired you for poor performance, or however the fuck he fired you. I don't know why he fired you. But this douchebag sucks at paperwork. What a, what a, how fucking ridiculous is that? Maybe he should just fire himself. You know? It's pretty, it's pretty sad that he's, that he fires you, yet he sucks at his job. It's pretty sad that he fires you, yet he can't do his job at all properly. You know, he doesn't know that, you know, he's late in turning in paperwork. I don't know what you do for work, Jeremy, but I hope it had something to do with turning in paperwork late. Because this guy apparently does it all the fucking time. So maybe he should just go ahead and fire his fucking self. Was that good? Was that good? I think that's good. Jeremy, I hope you're listening to the podcast and you let me know if that was a good rant or anything. Anyway, that's all I've got for this week. Uh, I'll be at Espresso Bueno in Barrie on Friday at 8.30 p.m. And then I've got Comedy Thunderdome on Saturday the 24th, that next day, at the Marquee Theater in Riddlebury, Vermont, at 7.30 p.m. Um, so come on out to those shows and support me. I could really use it. Uh, find me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. And, you know, maybe I'll do another podcast later this week. Or maybe I won't. Who fucking cares? I don't fucking care. I'll do my podcast whenever the fuck I do my podcast. It's just up to you to to listen to it and download it if you want to. You know? Alright, I'm cold. You guys have a great night. If you smell... And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.